Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're excited that you're here for a week that's been very weird. Whether it be 105 degrees. Exactly where I was going. 65 degrees. Yes. Um. Anyway, go to geekscorner.live and tell us what the, weather, what the weather's like, where you are. And or most what it's been like in the last week. And most importantly, something I want to like personally <sighs> test the waters, I want to know. I pointed out earlier this week on Twitter that they are using mission breakout. your toes. They are using mission breakout as the icon of Disney California Adventure Park. I disagree with that um, wholeheartedly. I think the icon of DCA should be Grizzly Peak, which is very DCA 1.0 of me. I recognize that. But you have to, when you think about what is an icon for a park, what represents the entirety of the park? And I actually agree with you that I don't think Mission Breakout represents the entirety of it Disney California Adventure. The newest part yeah, it, of it, California Adventure. It, it mentions maybe progress and, and new things. Um, and I it's think... like in the background, it is it's Mission Breakout. And then in the background, it is Flows and okay. Grizzly Peak. Um, I see Pixar Pal around as a... Uh, Which is what it used to be. It used to be Carthay and Fun Wheel kind of at the mm-hmm. same time. Which I actually, I, I could see an argument for Carthay in particular and that. If we're just picking one, though, you'd have to pick one. And I could see an argument for Carthay with the the history and the story of Walt Disney coming to California and mm-hmm. how they really, with DCA 2.0, tried to um, really create that Walt came to California and dreams came true um, yes. with the suitcase and a dream. And I think that's that's fair and that's a good argument. Um, I also do think, though, that um, Grizzly Peak still is a very good um, icon because it's a sense of, of adventure. It's a sense of like that doesn't it's have to animal. It's, it's on West the flag. It's California. Um, also, like. They designed a mountain to look like a bear. Yeah, it's great. Um, I do think the only problem with that, if it was to be um, Grizzly Peak, the issue is that the trees in the last 21 years have grown. They're a little bit bigger. Very heavily. Yes. And so it's kind of hard to see. I think that most guests who go to DCA now might not even know that it's there. Maybe Jump Jump Jelly. Jump Jump Jelly. If they're not looking for it, though. Um, also, red car trolley is if a you're good on the point. right place, you can see it pretty well, but, but it's just not as looking. it's not as easy to find as it was. Yeah, um, red car trolley is a fun idea. Um, Grizzly Peak is most iconic in uh, in my <laughs> mind. gigantic orange. I also really liked the DCA 1.0 imagery of like the uh, Paradise Pier. How about just a giant hanger, Malaboomer? How about? Hear me out. A plane coming out of a restaurant. There you go. I liked that one. Call it taste pilots. Um, No. Anyway, I just really wanted to put this out into the world because I don't. I said I don't know how I feel about Mission Breakout. I don't think I like it being the icon of DCA. I like Mission Breakout, and I get Quinjet. I get that it's the tallest thing in the park. I just don't know how I feel about it being the icon. Okay. And I wanted I wanted to talk about that on the show because it's important. And to now me. we have. And I, I think it's an interesting conversation to have. And I think it's probably being had at Disney too, because they, they change it every once in a while. And I I actually feel like it's not a what should be the icon of the park. I feel like it's some graphic designer or team being like, 
this is cool. Let's make this. And um, which there's a place for that as well. And um, I think. I think the only hard thing, and I get that DCA is the little sister to Disneyland, um, but that would never happen at Disneyland. It is the castle. Um, the castle, the castle. Uh, although the secondary uh, like icons on that image that I shared, it's thunder and it's space. Which makes sense to me too. I agree. Or Matterhorn. Matterhorn, Matterhorn is actually very iconic for Disneyland. Like, but I, those are like secondary imaging. It's not like the icon. It's also iconic for the real Matterhorn. So that could be a problem. <laughs> it's like a real place. Like, you can't really put it by itself because it'd be like, oh, people would be like, where is this? Yeah. <laughs> the Alps. The Alps. Um, the, okay. But yes. Um, uh, also, like, Small World would work really well as a secondary Small World icon. makes sense. That actually does make a lot um, of sense. But I think for simplicity standards, Space Mountain and Thunder make a lot of sense. Speaking of Small World, though, let's move into the show. And before we do that, if you've got any Disney travel in your itinerary in the future, check out Mouseways Travel. They will take care of you, and you can just enjoy the magic. Ka-chow. Yeah, you can do that at mouseways.com slash dapsmagic, or to go to dapsmagic anywhere and click on travel, and they will give you a free quote. And they'll, actually, all of their services are free as well, and they do a fantastic job. Back to It's a Small World. They now have nightly, about three times a projection show on the front of it's a small world it is that we don't talk about bruno and <gasps> neither does our youtube channel uh in fact nobody's youtube channel is currently doing that because uh we all got flagged on copyright so because um, it is one of the biggest songs right now anywhere yes. it is interesting though because usually when things go into the parks that means it's gonna work you think you would think but it didn't work so we have a muted version of it up so you can see what happens just like play just, the song in the yeah. back. So if you start it, but at the beginning, it's kind of cool because um, they kind of have teases of the song starting and you see like parts of It's a Small World fold up and down and like oh, coming to life. Do. And yeah. That's fun. And um, and then it actually, the whole song comes to life and it's just about four minutes long, um, something like that. But uh, what do you think of them bringing this song and this movie into the park in this way. I think it's really fun. Um, I, this was something that um, I was really hoping we were going to get more of. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Um, that just made me smile real big. Um, yeah. I was just hoping we were going to get in content in the parks when it came out, um, especially because it didn't get a theatrical release. Sometimes it's kind of uh, a question on if, I like how fast it was. I agree. We yeah. got character. You know, uh, my only complaint with the whole thing? What? Is that they don't acknowledge that Fat Cat Swinger <laughs> is already bringing the music of the movie into the park. It's true. Because Marco does a fantastic job. He does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm actually excited for how much we've gotten. Um, just because thinking that Turning Red did get a lot of merchandise, but mm -hmm. Luca didn't get a whole lot of representation in the parks, um, except for that one photo op in California Adventure. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was it. Mm -hmm. And some merchandise. So I was really worried that Encanto wasn't going to get a lot, but to get something on this level of a nighttime production show. And I would still say Luca is still my favorite uh, animated film in the last year. That's fair. We've had three, right? I'm not missing Are any. Are you talking about Pixar specifically? Nope. From Disney or Pixar. Animated. So yeah. Encanto, Turning Red, um, Soul... Nope, that's a year and a half. Oh so it's God. only Luca. Time isn't real. Turning red. 
in the last year, if I am correct. But um, I did. I enjoyed the projection show. Uh, my one question mark with the whole thing, though, is the first one's at 915. And I get that in the summer, it won't be dark until like 915. But there was lots of people with kids. And and the kids are usually kind of getting done around that time. because. You the think books. of how many times we've watched fireworks up by Small World, mm-hmm. and the moment the fireworks are over, you see all of these families with kids heading for the the trams, and and that's kind of the end of their day. And um, so I'm, I would love to see at least while the light allows them to bump a show before fireworks at like eight fifteen. I don't know that's going to happen, but uh, they have it at nine fifteen, ten fifteen, eleven fifteen currently. At least that's what it looked like last night, and I'm sure when. Uh, park hours change they'll adjust that too but I, I think i would just do it more and earlier that's fair uh just for the families because that to me was just a little bit like huh how that's, long that's is hard it? To get, like four minutes oh so yeah there'd be kind you of could, you could literally do it every 15 minutes from the like they do for christmas. um christmas yes that's what i would do um and yes i'm counting turning red because it's the last year from today Last 12 months. Yes. Because otherwise I get into that weird thing of like, do you have to include Raya? Do you have to like, it gets, because that was technically in 2021. Um, And I wasn't going to throw that into the competition. Yeah. When was Luca? What month was Luca? June. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I usually get a Pixar film for my birthday. It's it's a late birthday gift, but. And we were eating um, birthday candy while we watched it. There you go. I remember that. And uh, <laughs> there you go. But yes, I did enjoy Luca. Um, the other thing that has arrived at the park is not Bruno, but <gasps> Mr. Knight, ah! who followed Moon Knight um, into Avengers Campus. And from what I can tell, Mr. Knight is at the top of the hour in the front of the land. And Moon Knight is at the bottom of the hour in the back of the land up on the uh, up by the Quinjet, you know, whatever that building is, the Avengers building. Mm. And uh and that starts when things get dark as well. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting seeing both of these characters now in this land and how different they are and yet the same. What did you think of seeing them? Um, one, Moon Knight is super creepy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just up there and he's watching everybody and his eyes yeah. are glowing and you can see him through the fog. It's it's very spooky. It's amazing. Um. Mr. Knight looks super spooky, but he's just Stephen with a V. He's he's really quirky. He's fun. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. And listening to him um, just talk to guests, mm-hmm. um, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think the suit looks super cool. Again, I just think what they're doing with the eyes is really neat of like the glowing eyes. Yeah. Um, and it's, they're doing it very well. And I think I it's really, really cool. I'm really enjoying Moon Knight. And so it's really fun for me to see these characters. Um. Yeah, I, I actually like that they're throwing these characters in so fast. And I'm curious what's going to happen in, what is it, three weeks when Doctor Strange comes out? Like, is that Bye Bye Moon Knight? Or is weeks. that, like, who are we going to see? Are we going to get to see Scarlet Witch? There we go. There like, we go. Just, I'm just waiting is for that, it. Is that who's coming? I'm Don't waiting. Don't knock us off, off, off line. Uh, <laughs> I had this moment of panic of like, right. no, I don't know where it is. Um, um, I hope we get Scarlet Witch. That'd I think so that'd cool. be really fun. I, I think that'd be amazing. And like, we've all been patiently waiting. So uh, my one thing with Moon Knight before we get off this topic is looks awesome. Yeah. Really great costume. Yeah. 
location. A little bit unfair for anybody who doesn't have a really nice camera. Um, and it's not, I don't know that it's Mr. A Knight or from Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Okay. I, like I, Mr. Knight, I actually think is great because you can walk up with your phone, take the picture. Yes. Um, I do have opinions about that location though. It's weird. It's a little odd. And also, um, if you don't know, like if you're not in the loop, it can kind of be hard to kind of figure out. Like, I think I think most things in Avengers Campus are that way, though. Yeah. Is is they're trying to keep it very... Spontaneous. Yes. And so I think that actually is the pro and the con of Avengers Campus. And it's also kind of the repeatability in some ways. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, in the thousands of people that go into the park every day, there's there's a small group that tends to get clued in on everything. And, and so these things work out. And... Um, and then there's everybody else that walks by and they're like, oh, look who's there. And then, oh, look who's there. And, and or they see it online and they don't exactly know how it's going to work. And so then the search becomes part of the adventure and the repeatability factor, I actually think, comes from that as well. And um, see, Mr. Knight could give hugs next week, but I don't think Stephen with a V is the hugging type. No, I don't. I don't think that he would hug people. Maybe if he eats more steak. Um, no, he ate one steak and look what happened. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Avengers Campus continues to progress with characters. And um, I love it. I, yeah. I will wholeheartedly say I love how Marvel uses their this is from their marketing budget, if I'm understanding correctly. Well, is... And I don't I don't know. Like, that's not been officially posted. So, OK, um, anyway. Uh, that is the rumor is that's what their marketing budget is being used for. Anyway, I think the way that Marvel does this is genius. Um, and I think that it, uh, it creates a lot of buzz and a lot of hype and I love it. I um, wish I love the idea of multiverse stranges, like all of them coming out at the same <laughs> That'd time. That'd be so scary. That would be amazing. Um, the thing that also makes me wish though, is <coughs> we got this great, you know, character experience two characters experiences from this one show um we've gotten shang chi we've gotten um spider-man mm -hmm. like we've gotten a lot of really great character interactions that are new and not new and very relevant i guess is a good way to put it in avengers campus what it makes me want i think you're about to say what i was gonna say obi-wan kenobi yep, comes out there it is in what a month month and a half so I want to see Obi-Wan Kenobi. I want to see, um, I don't know, the Inquisitor would be really cool. Can you imagine how terrifying it'd be to see the Inquisitor walk off of the TIE Echelon at night in Galaxy's Edge? So this is the story of, of um, or the, the tale, if you will, of two different storytelling styles. Um, yes. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge really attempted to tell this very intricate story of Still this. Still is, is attempting. This is the, yeah, this is the uh, very specific time that this takes place. Here's why you would never see Darth Vader. Here's why you would never see these characters. And Avengers Campus goes, hee hee, frat house, all supers. Um, and I think that that is the win, because if you have a fan of Marvel, they go, I want to go to this land and see the characters and I the like. the dumbest thing about it is Star Wars has a mechanism to fix that. Is this the... The, the portals. The portal yeah. thing. Like the portals are there. They can do so much. 
Bailey, I would not be surprised if you get your Andor trailer when we're at Star Wars Celebration next month. <gasps> That's next um, month. <laughs> which, happy to report, we will be reporting from Star Wars Celebration because I did get my press pass. I won't be alone. I was a little bit worried. I bought um, my ticket in but, 2019. But I, I would not be surprised if we get that um, there. And I think it's it's even like I see Clocky talking about Star Tours is they've already opened up the gate a little bit you might as well just run with it. Like, I think there'd be a lot to gain. And and um, there's a lot of space to be used the way Avengers Campus uses their space. Like, remember when Troopers used to be up by the Falcon? Like, yeah. up on that yeah. space? You could put the Mandalorian there. Like, anybody who's patrolling and mm-hmm. he could be looking for bounties. And, oh, there's so many ways to tell really, really cool stories. I think the problem Galaxy's is with characters. Galaxy's Edge is technically can- canon, whereas Avengers Campus it's is not. not. And, and that, at the end of the day, is where the complication arises. Just take out All right, there. we're going to move right along. Head on over to Epcot, where we today got to see the costumes for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. And uh, those people who really enjoy, what, Tesla and... Um, <laughs> What was the thing you mixed it with? Tesla. Uh, it looks like Tesla and uh, the web costumes. Web costumes. See, I didn't campus. catch the web part, but the Tesla thing, I was like, huh, it kind of reminds me of the Tesla logo. Uh, Tesla, and as our friend Ivy pointed out on Twitter, Perry the Platypus. Oh, now I'm liking him even better. Um, <laughs> maybe, yeah, that is kind of fun. But uh, it came from a cast member preview that they're having. Actually, it's a, they call it a xander expo or something or xandorian expo um, at uh epcot for cast members and um what do you think other than Uh, tesla and uh uh, avengers campus i kind of think the costumes are a little boring so Katie does not like them. No, I don't. I also, uh, I'm weighing if I should say this, but I'm going to. Um, sorry if I offend you. I don't like the web costumes. See, and that's where we disagree. I love all of the other costumes in Avengers Campus. I think that the um, Sanctum costumes particularly are one of the best costumes on property. I think they're super rad. Um, I just don't love the web costumes. Okay. Um, and these remind me a lot of that um, aesthetic. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't love them. They might grow on me. They might when I see them in person. But I think that with a costume, it should be adding to the storytelling, which to Webb's credit, it does. I just don't see these telling a story. And I think they do. These costumes? Yeah. Okay. They throw you back in time. I immediately went 80s. Which okay. I don't know if that's going to be intentional or not, but a lot of the music, yeah, could fit in there. Um, but it reminded me '80s. It reminded me a little bit of some of the old. I think it was Star Tours costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, it had that kind of throwback look to me. I actually liked the cut of the jacket. I was kind of like, oh, let's get rid of the the logo and stuff and just give me the jacket. Like that would be kind of fun. And um, and it it also is. I think there's a risk sometimes with something like this, where if they made the costume too intricate and too over the top, people will get caught up too much in the costumes on the other side of where they're at right now, as opposed to really, I kind of feel like if this is supposed to be about the people of Xandar and the world of Xandar and the pavilion of all this stuff, 
um, the cast members really at the end of the day almost need to blend in a little bit more as opposed to being, and I can be completely wrong on this, but I would imagine they blend in a little bit more as opposed to being front and central to the story. That's fair. Um, the Guardians are front and central to the story. Yes. So um, I don't know. I, I kind of think, yeah, there's a little bit of Space Mountain uh, past uh, uniform. That's that's a good point. And um, so I'll be I'll be very interesting to like it'll come down to me like when we go through it the first time. Is Which, it, who knows when that'll be? Right. Um, will it add to the story, detract to the story, or will it just kind of be one of those supporting things that you really don't even notice? Which would also be a win to me. Mm -hmm. Like the, I agree. The adding to it or not noticing it to me is a win. If it's distracting and pulling you out of what's going on because you're like, huh, that costume looks like Tesla. Like if that's what you're thinking of instead of. Um, cosmic rewind it might be and my hope is is that like i love the ad mm -hmm. like i, I, I just think too. it's really fun it brings marvel guardians it feels like it's an epcot like it, it just has that really good blend between the mcu and an epcot which is a really weird thing to be saying but i love that and i think it's really fun and i went from being like okay well this will be fun whatever to I can't wait to see, to go on this attraction and it just looks like we love mission breakout. And I feel like this is going to be what, if you start from ground zero and you're going to make a guardians attraction, this is what you get. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's just so much potential here that I'm, I would not be surprised if it becomes one of the most popular Disney attractions, which they keep doing that with their new attractions. So now I'm this not will making be, a huge guess now here. This but. will be the icon of Epcot. It'll it's just joke. be that ship. For legal reasons, that's a joke. It's just the ship. It's still Spaceship Earth. Yes, um, obviously. No, it's, it's just the ship. Yeah, only the ship. Only the ship. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's stick with Epcot and uh, talk about Spaceship Earth, which is now green. Kermit showed that if you are Spaceship Earth, it is easy being green because all you have to do is hit a button. But uh, it's Earth Month. Thank you, Kermit. And uh, Walt Disney Imagineering and Disney Parks and, and the Muppets all put out a video of Kermit uh, reminding us to take care of the planet and turn on green lights. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you think of it? I, Not that I really need to ask. Loved but. it. Um, <laughs> unsurprisingly, one use more Muppets for everything. Yes. Um, I don't care how mundane you think it is. Use the Muppets for it. Um, I, like the Muppets probably should have introduced the new costumes for Cosmic Rewind. Sure. Uh, Uncle Deadly specifically. Actually, that would make sense. Yes, I know. That would be that would be a good gimmick. <laughs> yes, he should have been like. I don't care what it is. Have the Muppets do it. As long as it fits them. I think that you can make anything fit the Muppets, but that is besides the point. Because um, all the Muppets have different personalities. I know, but sometimes I feel like they try to fit, what is it, a round you're, egg into a square hole. And you're... <laughs> um, you're thinking of Muppets ABC. That is what you're thinking of. No, it wasn't actually. It was more of the the thought of like some. I, I wouldn't just use them to use them. I think they should be intentional, and then it's fine. Use them at anything in Epcot. Okay. No, I think like they can do bits. Like you totally. can do the bit with Uncle. I'm so sorry to touch the microphone. I'm so sorry for what that did. Um, 
using Uncle Dudley to introduce costumes, using Kermit for Spaceship Earth. Um, if Honestly, you could put Muppets in Disney's Hollywood Studios on the main drag as you're walking in, popping out windows and surprising people. Like they true. did in uh, Magic Kingdom when they weren't in the show anymore. Yeah. Also, like Muppet Mobile Lab at mm -hmm. Epcot, which yep. I we still have not seen. Um, we'll just keep wishing. Also, like I just I just love the Muppets. <laughs> so next That's place, why we have. If you had one place you were so gonna pick have. next, where would you put the Muppets? <laughs> like one thing that they can do next. Animal Kingdom. I want Sweetums. At Animal Kingdom specifically. That sounds slightly dangerous. <laughs> it does. But like... Um... See, I think you should put Gonzo and Pandora if you're going to do <laughs> Animal Kingdom. <laughs> um, I was also thinking of the... Uh, I can't think of the monster's name. That just yelled a lot. It talks like this! Animal? No. Oh. That, what? Did you thought that was an animal impression? I don't know. No, the... We'll I'll talk about this later. Okay. Um... <laughs> That was uncomfortable. Um, anyway, no. Um, I think that Gonzo would be very beneficial. Gonzo can go anywhere. Gonzo can go anywhere. Like at the end of the day, Gonzo can go. Anywhere. Also, like put Rizzo in Magic Kingdom because. Um, I do think it would have been funny, and this is a little bit sacrilegious. Is I believe at one point they talked about putting the Muppets in the American Adventure and having them basically run the show. That is and not I, religious. I'm okay with that. Well, it's isn't it like the longest running stage show now or something? Is it? Yeah. It's I, all robots anyway. But um, no, put the Muppets in there. Great Muppet. Wait, great, <laughs> great moments in Muppet history. Um, I think they should. You mean in American history? Isn't wasn't it great moments in Muppet? Great, great moments in it. The Muppets present great. Oh my god! Oh my god! History. Synergy. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm still thinking about that other Muppet. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be very bothered by this. Okay. Um. Anyway, I just. All right. Well, we'll continue on with the Muppet thing. And uh, we learned last week, and we didn't get to it, that there is a Jim Henson documentary that is on the way, and it's being made by Ron Howard. <laughs> Yay. What do you think about this? Uh, I think it's going to be wonderful. Um, I think the whole story behind Jim Henson is extremely fascinating. Um, I think that he was a very... Um, courageous leader and i think that there's a lot of leadership lessons to be learned through jim henson if you listen to below the frame um you hear a lot of people that got to work directly with jim henson mm -hmm. um i also think like going all the way back to sam and friends is very interesting and it tells a lot about how passionate jim henson was to do something like this mm -hmm. so I'm really excited for it. Um, if you guys have not, and I know he hasn't, but there is a, uh, on YouTube, there is a defunct land six part, uh, documentary on Jim Henson. Um, I think that is really, really fun. If you just can't wait and you want to know more about Jim Henson, but I am so stoked for this because Ron Howard is very smart. Mm -hmm. So your turn. Um, I think it's gonna be great. I, it's funny. Cause I saw it initially and I'm like, oh, this could be great. Can't wait. Ron Howard. Awesome. And then I'm like, but what if Peter Jackson did it? <laughs> like, that was my, 
Well, because then everyone would be talking like this. No, because Ron Howard did the Beatles eight days a week. It was great. And then and maybe this is what will happen is then Peter Jackson came out with the one on Disney Plus and it was like, okay, never mind. I want Sid. this one now. And I really I, get back. I would be curious to see what would happen if Peter Jackson, because I just feel like he'd find all this stuff that doesn't exist yet. And he'd find a lot of found footage. Um, but on the flip side, I think Ron Howard makes amazing films and documentaries. And uh, I would love to, uh, to, oh, I can't wait to see this. And I hope we don't have to wait super long for this uh, documentary to come out because I just think it will, uh, I think it'll be probably, I'm going to bet it's going to be the best Jim Henson documentary we'll get anytime. I agree. Um, I also think it's going to be very true. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to gloss over any of the not so great stuff. Um, and I think that's what's super important in documentaries mm-hmm. is you yep. have to show everything. Um, but I'm, I really, I can't overstate how excited I am for this. Um, Jim Henson is a very interesting and I hope there's an accompanying book too. Of course you do. I want the book that comes along. Yeah. Is, is there a, here's a question for you. Is there an, uh, a biography about Jim Henson anywhere? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's several. Oh, do you have any of them? No, they're all expensive. Oh, that's why you wouldn't have them. <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense then, love. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that would be very interesting mm-hmm. um, to read. I wish I could read. That'd be so fun. Anyway, we are now heading into Geeks Corner Plus, and something very important for all of you to know is we now have Geeks Corner Plus merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't have it queued up. Sorry. After your card has already been <clears throat> charged, like it is now for the extra time of Geeks Corner Plus, you can also spend more money. Because that's how Plus works. It's true. It's like addition. This is actually um, Geeks Corner Plus Premiere Access. (laughs) Oh. That's what this is. So you have to pay a fee to unlock this. And then you can go now, you can go purchase more because you purchased the first thing, Mm -hmm. which leads to the second and third, but only if you've done the first, which costs more than the nothing. Yeah. So. Okay. So you paid an entry level fee to get into Geeks Corner Plus. And now, if you want Geeks Corner Plus Premier Access, you go to our merchandise shop and buy Geeks Corner Plus merchandise. There you go. It's all there. Um, and you can find that all on geekscorner.live. It is the most recent blog. You can see some photos of some of the merchandise and click the link as well. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think about it. Drew worked very hard on it. And uh, I think he did a fantastic uh, job with it. Um, but yeah, so Katie, running out of time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clucky just said, too bad I've spent all my money on Jar Jar merch heading to the Daps Magic P.O. Box. Speaking of which, I am so sorry. I know you were trying to close the show. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see the tweet that went viral of the girl in Disneyland who had a Jar Jar Binks backpack? No. You didn't see it? was like <coughs> one of those big like face backpacks and it was like jar jar pigs. i'm gonna have to find it it was so funny and i want it <laughs> i don't i people said they could only find it on ebay um because jar jar Binks is making right. a comeback the people love jar jar Binks. he's in lego star wars the skywalker saga i can't tell if it's ironic or not but anyway Go to dapsmagic.com, check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens, and subscribe to our mailing list where we will not charge you an extra fee. 
and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as we are posting at least two videos a day now. Um, I don't know how that happened, but we're getting there, so we'll keep trying that. And uh, if you have any requests for, for uh, videos from the parks, always make sure to ask, and we will do our best to accommodate that. Uh, we know that not everybody is able to get to the parks as often as we can, so we like to share our experiences as much as possible. But that is all the time we have for you this week, so we will see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.